All right, all right, all right. Hello, and welcome once again to the Jealous Much Sunday Brunch Experience, the podcast. We are Jamie and uh, Christine. And we're here to attempt to entertain you um, for the second time in a row, second week, number two. We've worked out some kinks. We figured out a few things. Um, I basically am straddling the desk and deep throating the mic. <laughs> and I check the automatic level control, which seems to be rather important when we've yes. got two different mics and two different. Uh, I seem to have been. It seemed like I was sitting at the console and mm-hmm. you were in another room in a bathroom yeah. and, and I don't know what was going I on. I was like 15 feet away. <laughs> it's girls. We're working on things. And that I'm not saying girls like yeah, we're weak no. in this, but we're badass bitches. We're rookies, I, okay. I ordered some new cords because I'm psychotic about uh-huh. about equipment. Preparation. Yes. And I ordered, I'm ordering another mic. Damn. It's, it's going to get kooky and expensive. I think. Wow. But you won't even know about it. You'll just show up one day and there's like a gold plated microphone <laughs> that you're going to sit to. And just don't ask me what happened or what uh, I spent. Cause uh, I, I, don't, I just do this stuff. We'll just be in a cave with a bunch of egg <laughs> curtains stapled to the walls. Uh, and all yeah, okay. and we're essentially sitting in my front, front room by the door at my iMac. And so there's always a little interference and noise. And That's true. That's why we well, we like want it, to get the cuckoo clock, though, but that is almost too faint. Well, it, it's a... Yeah, well, and I, I, I went to... Um, we're going to start closing with it. I went mm-hmm. to record it yesterday. So I had to order a new cord that's long. Oh, my God. I had to order a longer cord. I've ordered a 25-foot XLR cord. To my record? Cord. Yes. Just clock. only for Professionalism the Professionalism. I don't know. You may want to walk around um, when we're doing the podcast. Oh. So you, with a 25-foot cord, you can ambulate now. Oh, so wow. I, I think about these things, Jamie. I, I want could, you to be comfortable. I could do some deep stretching <laughs> off in the corner and just get really comfortable. Uh, I could even do it in your dog's cage. I could get in there. Get in the kennel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might be kind of curious what's going on he might be oh, well he is i don't know, maybe he doesn't care i don't know okay so uh, what do we want us to talk about today we're, we're full of breakfast yeah a bunch of coffee what, what's our topic well today? see the problem is i think of all these great things and then now i'm like oh what was it no but we did have some okay we had some things come up this week um that we wanted to talk about in the podcast and mostly they were kind of like career life path related things yeah well i've uh, i've kind of been i don't know i'm I'm midlife crisis midnight midlife catharsis mode as i like to call it um just kind of like what the shit am i doing and i took uh kind of started i went and visited my friends in germany and then loved it over there and went back for holidays for the winter loved it again um, and then I, I thought like, oh, you know, cause I've never really taken more than a week off mm-hmm. in a stretch. So I thought like, I'll just take these big holidays and I'll really refresh. And what happened was the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh, yeah. made me not want to be here more. Culture it made shock. me not want Gross. to be in my job more. Uh, so in that I, this past couple of weeks, I went and threw my hat in the ring and applied for a job, went and had an interview, had to test all this other bullshit I had to do. And, um, and then on Thursday, I got the call that it was close as runner up, not oh. me, <laughs> close, but not me. And the th- 
funny thing is, is I think it wasn't, ugh, it wasn't necessarily that job. It's not like I was pining away. What I was pining away for is to just get out of my current job. Mm-hmm. Um, so the universe intervened. Um, and it was odd because the message, I do have a home phone with a machine, like, I don't know, like it's 1987 or something, but I do like that. And I came home and there was a message there and it was said, you know, like you didn't get the job. And it was odd because when I heard it, I was standing there and I'm like, oh, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. And most people, like, you're like, mm-hmm, because I talk so much. I know. Um, but- no, I was worried, though. I was really worried. I was like, oh, my God, if I don't know what to do if Christine doesn't get this job. Well, and I'm super dramatic. I'm so Cancerian. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and my friend Some tears work. were shed. Some yeah, tears yeah, were shed. because I'm frustrated. I'm really frustrated. Prior to finding out oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just the whole, the whole thing. Um, the whole process because I'm really frustrated in my job, but you know, it's, I gotta, I gotta do it. Um, there's always some level of frustration yeah, in everyone's yeah, job. Of course. But of course. yours right now, there uh, seems to be quite a bit of it's pressure like in the news and it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole interesting thing that I probably really can't talk too much about. Yeah. Just, it is just some, some issues with, uh, let's say it has something to do with the whole me too movement and the whole, you know, all that stuff going on and some scandal involved in how mm. men relate to women and vice versa. Yeah. And the thing that's interesting about my job is you get a new boss every four years. It's an elected official. Um, so you kind of ride a different vibe with different people. Um, in the first eight years I had the same boss and did fine in that. And, and I'm not saying I'm not doing fine. It's just different. It is just different. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, in that, um, I kind of thought, well, maybe I need to get the hell out of there. And so I tried that and it didn't happen. But the thing that was interesting when I, when I got the call, I was just standing there and I'm like, well, how do I feel about this? And most people would feel like really upset. And the thing is, like I was saying, I'm really dramatic. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was like, I would say to you, like, if I don't get this job, I don't know what I'll do. Like, I don't think yeah. I can work that job. I was worried. I was like, oh my God. But it's just me a little bit. And I'm not saying that I wasn't at those levels of frustration and just like it has been affecting my health and other things, which is one of these things where I think a little bit of it is I need to get a fucking grip. Mm-hmm. Um, and also do stuff that is creative and do my own life. I kind of lost sight of that a little bit. Well, and have awareness and not let yourself just kind of drown in that, you know, yeah. subconscious Meyer, yeah, the bog. Well, and the thing is, Jamie and I are both empaths. And the thing is, like, when you work in a in a work environment where people are kind of sending out these, I don't know, this energy. Um, you're walking around in it and other people, they're just like, you know, they kind of walk into your room and be like, Oh, I don't, you know, that was an odd thing where like Jamie and I, like you walk in and then it like, it, it, it like, you know, it's like an alien that like intercedes yeah. in your body and, and there's ways to be healthy and block Dude, that. I went and I cried in the bathroom yesterday. A patron. Okay. I work in a library and a patron. And okay, bottom line, I'm really a sensitive person, but I can usually hold it together and be functional. Um, but I was, this man was trying to use our self checkout machines and he, I saw exactly what he was doing wrong. And I stepped in to try and help him. He was checking out books for his daughter and I stepped in to try and help him. And he goes, I, I got it. But just a really kind of a comment to kind of basically say, get the hell out of here. I, I don't want your help. 
but he did it in a way that just I go okay well I'm here if you need me which is my standard <laughs> sort of like I, I hate you go away yeah I mean I I'm polite you know but it actually hurt oh because hurt it's feelings. for yeah. me as an introverted person it's hard to even sort of say and I'm used to it now but I have to kind of gear up like okay I'm gonna talk to these people <laughs> I'm gonna say some What's stuff to these happen? humans oh my here we Lord. go you never know how, what they're gonna say to you in return <laughs> you know and then when they hurt you you're yeah. like dang it yeah and you are like you're very kind and you're very sensitive and, and these things do bother me too but I do have that other edge of me where I'm a little a little rougher. I actually oh, had a, yeah. f- a, f- a funny interaction this week. I, I work with claims and people. I work at the city and people that um, if they have injuries or accidents or something, like they deal with me. I have to deal with them. Um, but I had these people come in for an issue and the guy, I think he had come in um, earlier to the point where my friend at work, who's pretty, she's tough. She it's, doesn't take a lot to shake her. <laughs> um, but, but she actually had an interaction with them where she told them like, you need to calm down because, and it wasn't a threat. It was just her trying to help them because she's like, cause I don't want security to come up here and remove you from the building. And side note, Christine is like a, f- just, it's amazing to watch her do these things, interact I'm, with I'm these a, people. I'm Something happens where you're like, <laughs> Oh God, I wish I had that skill. She's got the skill and it's just such a cool thing to observe. So buckle, buckle down for this great story. No, I I mean, it's just a fragment of a story, but there's, there's a lot more that came on. So they came back, he and his wife and the guy's very upset and inherently, um, it it is, what is it? It's so stuck in me right now. Um, the, the basis of, I think of communicating with people is people just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially in government, people do not get heard. They get moved around. People don't want to deal with it. And I seem to get all of that stuff because I'm the one that does deal with it. And I guess I have a gift for it, but you do. it ended up where the guy, and he was not threatening to me because I, I, we have a locked floor. I wouldn't go out into the reception if I felt, you know, fearful. There are people where I will not go out there. I'll talk to them through the glass, but I went and sat with he and his wife and, and he's, I could just tell he's just frustrated and he had a warrant and got arrested, all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. But at one point I'm talking to her and he kind of got like, he got flared up again and, and she just told him like, you know, you, you gotta be quiet. She's trying to help us. And, and at one point, so I'm talking to her and he's kind of carrying on a little bit. And, and at this point, like he had kind of really been, um, kind of raising his voice, which he wasn't like threatening me. He was just, he was just, he just worked up. He was frustrated. And I get the difference of that. Um, and he said to me, he goes, uh, well, I, I'm scaring you. And I'm like, hey, you're not scaring me. I'm not scared. I, I, I would be sitting here. I'm laughing. Yeah. I know. I, I'm like, I wouldn't be sitting here. Um, and then, um, and so, so he's kind of, you know, he's flaring up a little bit and, and I, we're cool. Like it's fine. Getting buffed up. Yeah. And his wife is getting frustrated because she sees he's, I think she sees he's, he can be a little self-defeating at times. Yeah. Um, and so I say to her, um, she's, she looks, she points to him and looks at me. She goes, you got one of these at home. She's, she's referring to her husband, mm-hmm. which is this little break <laughs> of humor. 
um, cause I think she caught my vibe and I'm like, no, no, I only have a terrier. <laughs> I tell you when, when, when he gets like that, I just put him in his kennel. I lock him in. <laughs> I just get a piece of jerky and she's like, oh, I've got a chihuahua too. And she, so we're talking about our dogs and it kind of breaks this, this edge. And I said, yeah, with my dog, I just hold up jerky, goes in the cage and I just go lock him in there. And then the guy says to me, he's like, oh, and, and I said, you know, a, a, a man wouldn't do that. And he, and he looks at me, he goes, you don't think I'd do that for a piece of jerky? And I'm like, <laughs> I go, hey, cause he just actually come out of jail. I'm like, hey, you just got out of a cage. You don't want to go back into one of those. But it was, it was funny. And then they started laughing. And they started laughing. And when they laughed, they like shook my hand. And, and it the breaks guy, the tension. It, it does. It does. And it's just reading people and listening to people and, and the whole idea. Um, and the guy at one point says, like, he goes, I thought I was a really compassionate person, but you're the most compassionate person Dang. I've ever met, which is funny. And <laughs> then I go inside and my coworker, who's my friend who dealt with him the first round, she, um, her office is up front and she heard him yelling. And so she had dealt with him already. So she came up mm-hmm. to see if I was okay. And then she said, she stands up there and he's like carrying on. And I'm sitting there. So she's like, do I call security or not? And then the next thing she knows, he's like laughing his ass mm-hmm. off and she's just like jesus christ christine like you worked your magic you worked your magic Um, but anyway uh, i'm so uh, so, wait wait i want to say you you need to have a side job where you're like the cyrano de bergerac of like like conflict (laughs) yeah like conflict management conflict but there's also other i think it's just paying attention i'm like somebody that loves i'm absolutely intrigued by people Mm -hmm. i love watching people I study people's body language. It's just something that's super interesting to me. And I think also being an empath and yeah. an introvert, like especially from my childhood and stuff, I was always reading people, mm-hmm. like just watching and just kind of like taking in situations. But see, you know the perfect thing to say. And because you can think quick on your feet yeah, like that. And I, I, I cannot because I freeze up and I get the emotion takes over and I just I just freeze up and stop. Well, and that's the thing. Like when the guy said, I'm scaring you. I'm like, hey, this isn't. No, it's right. Not. I'm going to leave tonight. I'm going to go meet Jamie, eat some tacos. I go, this is work. <laughs> like this is not personal. And I get for him, it was you know, this is his life and Mm -hmm. it wasn't a great situation. It was a shitty situation. Um, granted it's one that, you know, he kind of has a history of putting himself in. Um, but I, it's, I don't take it personal. And and granted, there's some people who do get under my skin and it will hurt my feelings, but it's, uh, you know, well, and he walked away from that feeling good. I know. I told him, I'm like, you go home and you, you go out to dinner, you go home and have dinner. And then his wife was telling me how she's got some chicken at home and (laughs) and she'd had like bypass surgery. I don't (laughs) don't know. Careful with that chicken. (laughs) (laughs) She told me she should eat lunch though, but it's weird. Like I do think, and you've had it happen. Um, people, I think when you're an empath and this is something I really needed to watch when I was a kid, cause I didn't really understand what it was. And I was like this, I was like the kid that if I had like a bed full of stuffed animals, like I've got, you know, like oh God. 10 of them, there'd be one I hadn't yes. played with in weeks. And I'm yep. like, I feel so bad. I haven't played with that stuffed yep. animal. I mean, that's, it's, it's weird, it's weird. I did the same stuff. thing. It's very weird stuff, but it's a really, <sighs> it's a hard world to grow up in. And Jamie's family is like very like funny. And my family is funny, but we're dark funny. We're friendly funny. Yeah, and we're my family is feral funny. Uh-huh. Like I mean we are more A little bit scary funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all great people, but yeah, we're we're a little more intense. <laughs> we're very direct. Um Dude, okay, we... <laughs> like your dad, like your dad, okay. Her dad is like the silent type. Well, it, he also can't really hear, but 
But now, but he's always been very quiet. He's even very as quiet. My dad. And so like, I didn't even know he even knew who I was or <laughs> anything. The first time I realized, oh, he, he approves of me or he kind of likes me was when he like, he like talked shit about me oh, that's in, my dad. in front if, of if us. He's, like he's, if he's teasing you, yeah, he, he likes you. Me. And if like, he hates you, um, he will either just say nothing to you or But it's like the first time he's ever even acknowledged yeah. me. <laughs> and like, how long have we been friends? Since uh, 1999 since, or 2000-ish? Yeah, yeah. Like 20 years pretty much? <laughs> oh, wow. You made it. You made I it. I made it. <laughs> oh, it only took like 15 years. Yeah, I mean, I have like a kind of a similar relationship with him. I mean, yeah. He's a quiet guy. Mm-hmm. He, but, yeah, he's... but you're the humor. Oh, there's the cuckoo clock. <laughs> um, I don't know. You, It's just interesting to see like, how do people like us, like, you know, people with who grew up like you guys or who grew up like my family, how do we operate in the work world? And how do you, how do you find something that you can do for a living you know, that you can deal with. Like I, I can work in a library and I can do customer service, um, because I'm friendly. Um, but I would so much rather just kind of like, you know, make my own schedule or, or be like a, a writer or somebody that just like works, does their own work for themselves and doesn't really have to interact as much with people. Well, you know, it's interesting. And, and granted, you've got a degree. I have always kind of skirted the edges of my enjoyment of school. And my whole goal was to get the hell out of it. Um, <laughs> and I'd like to think I'm intelligent, maybe I'm only no, myself. Um, but the thing is, is we are both in somehow where we are in careers that do fit our personalities. You're mm-hmm. in the library system. It's books. the only thing I feel like yeah. I could do. I, it, but, but, and then in that, like I'm in law, I deal with mm-hmm. lawyers and I deal with all this shit. And there's been times at that job where I, I, I had such a great time and it's really a blend of who you work with. But I think we're both in the same place where we're good at these things, but is it our higher purpose? And I think we both have something in our personalities where we know there may be something more than that. And it was like, like I said, when I got that call, I was sitting there and I'm like, how do I feel about this? And what I felt, and this is going to sound strange. And initially I'm like, am I just trying to like make myself feel better? But the feeling I felt hearing that I didn't get the job was relief Mm -hmm. because I think while I was thinking it was an escape hatch, it may have been another another prison for me. And, and granted, we are not somebody that we're not people who are going to just like quit our jobs. No. And, <laughs> in fact, we stay too long uh, at some of our jobs. Yeah. And, and we both, I mean, we're very secure in our jobs as far as what, you know, what we make. And we're benefits. very secure and very appreciative also, because I know the job market sucks stupid. right yeah. now. Yeah. We're not idiots. I'm grateful to have a, a county job and to be working. I, I finally work in a location that's very peaceful um, I have a, there's a great team I work with. We get along. Speaking of, um, cause oh, Jamie and I both, I, I mean, me doing, uh, what I do at the city, I deal with some, um, <laughs> uh, some cra- I mean, I call them street vultures and I don't mean <laughs> that in a bad way, but I get some people and Jamie and I, especially oh, she yeah. worked at the downtown library and I work downtown and it's maybe two or three blocks from oh, where yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we had a crossover, um, <laughs> And one person in particular, um, oh. Purvis. Purvis. Um, yeah. What a great name, oh, man. Lord, Purvis. Not, not a great man. Um, <laughs> and he would come in and file these these claims for like 
three quarters of a million dollars and all this stuff. And they would go, you know, there's a statute of limitations. And Mm -hmm. and if it's on personal injury, it's two years in Nevada. If it's like property, it's three years. Mm -hmm. And his shit, like every time he filed a new claim, um, he would have like an 11 year (laughs) thing and he'd just keep adding stuff to the top of it. You know what I mean? But he would come in and and I'd tell Jamie, I'm like, oh God, this guy came in and and, and he started coming in maybe like five years ago. I haven't seen in a minute, but it's like, you know, it's like you say a candy man, he's going to fucking show up next week. You know it. Uh Um, But I would say to Jamie, like, do you know this guy? She's like, oh yeah, oh yeah." Yeah, yeah. And in my office, I mean, we have a legal aspect of it and I kind of, had because he referenced police reports i look you know i i get them to see what occurred so we can review the claim mm-hmm. and there's some stuff in there where i'm like jamie don't don't interact with him <laughs> so well, and i think i i can't really remember all the details now but i think he was one of those people that you know would just get a little bit too familiar with you and like not that it, not that he totally creeped me out but he was just a character and you know some of the some of those characters are, there's a dark side to them. There's a little edge of like, uh, very, uh, very, very Don't dark. talk to him for too yeah, long. It just always reminded me of like, I was minding my own business and then I just ended up in a prison cell. You know, yeah, it's just whoops. like, yeah, there's a lot of in between in there. So uh, Jamie, she moved to a, a quieter location. Yes. Um, but she worked downtown, which is like basically a war years. zone for librarians. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a rad location, cool oh, building. Um, but when they've got a snake, the sewer because there's filled with hypodermic needles. I mean, I mean, that's not exactly what you're buying in. Well, you know, downtown libraries in any city, any, every city, USA, same deal, same deal. You know, it's mental health facilities. They really should have mental health. Some libraries do have social workers. They need it. They need it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I could, as a, as an empath and as an introvert, I could not take that for too long. You know, it I loved the location. You. you were ground down. But I was like, oh, I can't take this hard living, man. It's really killing my soul. Well, because even if people are being quiet in that space, you pick up on the tragedy that mm-hmm. they're they're living um, but, but in this, like we each have this thing we do and we do it well enough. Um, but I think we both realize in these spaces, there's something else. And, and we all have our God given yeah. talents and, and, um, again, when I felt that feeling of relief and not getting that job, it was relief because it made me realize like I'm on the right path, not doing that. Even though I thought I needed to move and get this other job. Um, that's not what I'm meant to be doing. No. Well, you also, I mean, thank goodness we started this podcast last week, you know, before you even found out about whether you got the job or not. So it kind of gave you this, this high, you were still riding the high of like, we just started this creative thing, (laughs) you know, which helps, I think. Yeah, it helps. But I think the thing is, is we've been, we've been cooking stuff up in the background and and we don't know where it'll go, but I Mm -hmm. do think. I, I think the things that are right for us, and I think it's 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 a it's a bit of a, a crime when people don't um, live their gift through um, their career path. Yeah, and you and I both know that about each other, and yeah. we've talked about it for a very long time. 
I mean, my gift is whatever that thing is that I do with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to be a uncertified life coach. Yeah. Um, life and, coach. Yeah. So I'm like, how do I do it? I don't want to go to school. That's <laughs> always my number one motivation. Jamie, on the other hand, she will go to school. She I'm a nerd, school. man. I love school. Oh, school. I hate it. I, I hate it. I really enjoy it. I mean, I like learning. I'm an mm-hmm. autodidact. But if you tell me like, and that's everything with me, it's like reverse, reverse, reverse psychology. Because it's like, let's say I want to read a book. And then if I was in a class and they say, read this book in the next two weeks, I'd be like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, but see, if it's me doing it, I'm totally into it. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoy the structure and the deadlines like that. Ugh, just like, I hate it. But Ugh. see when I like growing up, I mean, I mean, I had like a, a family unit that was like structured and I felt safe and everything. But, but to be honest, I grew up with like a, a mom who had diabetes and my brother, has epilepsy. And so I kind of always grew up knowing like, oh, well, there could be a health emergency at any time, you know, like that's just kind of my life. Um, so in that, I think I really took to the structure of school as a place where I could like excel and, you know, I don't know, it just, it spoke to me, man. So (laughs) I guess I had the security and and me, it was just like, anytime I spent at school, I was just like counting it down. The minute I walked out of that place, it's like, I could breathe again. (laughs) I hated it. Oh, I'm all, but I'm also the first child in my family and you're the baby. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The babies are jerks. jerks. (laughs) And, and my brother was good in school and I'm not saying like, you know, I, like I said, maybe they just haven't told me and I am stupid. Um, but I don't think I'm stupid. I just, I just hated the structure. I hated because like at home I was safe. It was quiet, like, you know, and then there's all these like kids and you have to deal with like, you've got to maneuver all that shit. (laughs) Yeah. The social part's not easy. Oh, especially like middle school. But like my brother, my little brother, um, I mean, he was the same way about school. Like he hated school. I mean, I don't know if he hated it. Babies rule. Yeah. Family's rule. He We're just like, wanted to go skateboard it. all day. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to. I just wanted that. to listen to music and mm-hmm. write letters to Simon Le Bon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think um, there's there's some. I don't know. We we just are trying to find like what's the thing that we should be doing that's going to be fulfilling. That's going to help us feel like. It, for me, I want something that's effortless. That's like fun to do. Not that it's simple and easy, but that because it's fun, it feels effortless. Well, everything's work and there's stuff that's rewarding. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing. Like, I'm sure other people would think like, oh, you know, spending money on equipment or taking the time to do this or edit it or whatever you have to do. They would find that so droll yeah. and boring where I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. I think it's... Well, and did you... So after our first podcast, did you have... Um, like the what the vulnerability hangover like the the second you know yeah, the day after where you're thinking like, really? <laughs> um, like it's a diana ross uh vulnerability hangover um, uh, yeah. i got the sweetest hangover <laughs> <laughs> i see too much <laughs> you know i was more and this is typical me I was more concerned for you. Typical me. Sorry. Typical me. Typical me. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, too no. much. It's just us. <laughs> um, but I was more concerned that you would be feeling too vulnerable. Like me, mm-hmm. I'm always one of these where I'm like, I can handle whatever people throw at me. 
I mean, there was like maybe a part that you said where I was like, about my relationship, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And honestly, when I went to edit it and I only did like one small cut, there was a part of me that wanted to cut that out. And I'm like, well, bitch, like you want to cut that out. That means it needs to fucking stay. Exactly. You know? Well, and this, this is something I wanted to bring up in this podcast was, um, there was an episode of this American life. I think it was episode five. I'm looking at it right now. 596. Um, the, episode was called becoming a badger which i have no idea what that means anymore but um <laughs> like you knew what it meant before <laughs> I, I guess so. you know now that i bumped my head this morning i <laughs> ate a waffle and i fell down i don't know what it means anymore <laughs> i i have no idea <laughs> something about a badger um but it was a really really great episode because they started it off with a story about this french comedian named uh, god God, God, no, Gad Elmale, Gad Elmale, God, I don't know how to say it. Um, I just feel like you just started like a, a Paul Simon Graceland song. I'm going to Graceland. Uh, say his name right now. I'm going to Gad Elmale. God help me. So this guy's Moroccan. He's a Moroccan comedian and he's basically like the Jerry Seinfeld of France. So this guy. He's the Moroccan Jerry Seinfeld of France. He is. Cool. There is. You know, did you know there was one? There no, is. No, I know now. I know now. So this guy, he's, he's worked, he's been in comedy in France for about 20 years and he is at the point now where he's such a superstar that he can walk into, you know, walk on a stage and people are screaming and dying because they love him so much. So he's sort of like a national hero. People adore him over there. But wasn't Jerry Lewis a national hero in France? (laughs) I'm questioning French comedy. That's all. No, I, no. Well, that, and that's the the thing. I'll leave the French alone. (laughs) Those Germans, though. Uh, Well, I, I, there are Germans who don't like the French. Mm, I'm sure there are. (laughs) And vice versa. Oh, Lord. Um, But the story was really compelling because this guy, he's a big, major, major smash. You know, I'm sure he's a millionaire in France. Um, he could walk down the street and be mobbed by a bunch of people. They all, everyone knows who he is. So he's huge over there. Um, but he reached a point in his career where he was no longer fulfilled by that, where it just was like too easy. Um, and so he thought, you know what, I think I want to move to the States, um, and try and make it over there in comedy because everybody knows, like, if you're going to make it in comedy, you've, you have to be a success in the United States. You know, I, I found that I think sometimes European hates, um, Americans, but secretly they love us. Don't you think some of it? I mean, I can't (laughs) say, I, I think there's stuff that's disgusting about American culture, and I'm an American, but you know, you know, movies and mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, we do kind of rule well, some space. The thing is, you go over there, and what do you hear? You don't. You don't necessarily. If you're sitting in a restaurant or sitting in a bar, you're not going to necessarily hear French music or German music. I mean, you well, will, you can, yeah. But I mean, when I went to Spain, it was all about American music, oh, which, and it was probably shitty American music. Well, probably. It's funny, Christine. Um, she was telling me that I can't remember if it was like a neighbor or something. Um, but you know, like I think she's in a similar space. I mean, they, they've lived in Germany, what, like 10 years or something. Um, and, and they have a similar feel about America. I mean, we're Americans. There's things I'm proud of. There's things I'm absolutely appalled by. I, I mean, you know, there, it has its problems, but she was talking about something they came across in, in 
they were talking about this this guy, this German guy was talking about Americans, and he's like, ah, he's like Americans, you just do it cooler, <laughs> and he like did some hand gesture or something. See, where... <laughs> he knows. It well, just she told me that story. I always makes me giggle, and she'll say it from time to time. She's like, <laughs> Americans, you'll do it cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. I mean, so this guy, he goes to the states, and he's sitting there trying to learn how do you how can you make it well as and a successful humor comedian. is strangely it, i mean humor is universal but it's also regional it's very regional it's hard as hell they're even in the show they're talking about even just the way he pronounces some english words would make or break his joke in america and yeah and it's not even like the material it's just yeah. it's the it's delivery. delivery well and the big the big thing I got out of it and the big thing that the comedian got out of this experience of having this episode, um, was that he got some feedback from some American comedians and what they told him was they're like, yeah, this guy definitely has it. He's got an amazing stage presence. Um, but with his act, he's doing more of the French style of comedy where it's like, tell a joke, like joke, like more zany type of, you know, but in America, if you really want to be, make it as a comedian um probably even as a writer you kind of have to bear your soul you kind of have oh, to vulnerability like, yeah you have to be vulnerable because th- these people were saying like you know i don't care about his jokes i want to know like what's his story they what want you him to be about? a component of the joke yeah like yeah. tell us what because well, and there's so don't you think and and it's true i mean there is this um there's something about self-deprecation mm-hmm. um where people i think as people especially somebody like him i mean they wouldn't know him here but anytime somebody is vulnerable in a space where if they're famous or something and they're real about something people love that because it's this whole idea of a common person like yeah. going like oh their life must be so amazing and then when you when you show the flaw in it mm-hmm. or that you're the just humanity. a regular human mm-hmm. people respond to that absolutely exactly so this guy he, it was like a revelation to him like oh wait you I have to be personal i have to tell about my life you know but he one thing he said and it was really funny he's like he's like you know maybe i should start talking about how famous i am but how it doesn't work in the states and i'll make a joke about like walking up to americans and being like hey do you want the picture with me and they're like, and like who the hell are you? And that's actually funny. And that is funny. Yeah. yeah. And I and I think probably in that he's in the right direction yeah. of, of getting what touches on people. Yeah. So, you know, that's what that's what the key is. It's like be vulnerable, tell about your life. So even if there is a little even with this podcast, with us talking about, you know, some of these issues are sensitive for us or these stories are sensitive for us, but I mean, no one's gonna care if we just talk about Oh well, oh, they, they, they may not be caring now. No, oh, that's no, true. No, 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 no. But I do think it is something that, like, in Kyle, and we will talk about Kyle all the time. Kyle, people get ready for Kyle. Kyle. We're going to be posting pictures of him soon you on the website. <laughs> we love Sylvester, Kyle. Oh my God! But but Kyle, that's something he said about like our friendships is that we dig, we we talk about some stuff, and yeah. anytime somebody skirts the edges of our friendships, maybe you're out somewhere and you're just sitting down, and a third party comes up and talks, and the shit we're talking about, they people either get really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, or they're like, whoa, and they gravitate <laughs> toward us, and then they dump like their whole life story on you, which <laughs> I don't mind in certain ways. I, I like when people are real but yeah it does seem to happen well and some people really some people are good storytellers and some people aren't you know if someone's telling me a good story i want to listen if someone's just 
jabber jawing just because they're lonely. Uh, are, are we going to, is that going to bite us in the ass? What? Are we just jabber jawing? We are. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, and I hate to say this because it may happen. Um, people can shut it off. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, push the stop button. No, don't. Don't. Oh, don't. Sorry. Don't. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Marketing. And um, put us in your um. What is that? RSS feed. Just yeah. Feed, you know, get the war. Get the, uh, oh, Jamie Download. and I are gonna. Get, yeah, Jamie and I are gonna get hooked up in iTunes, and then it can just show up on your on your phone or your computer. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like a little treat every week. It is because we did. We really we didn't really talk about what we're going for with oh. this. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay. I feel like I talked a lot last week. Okay. Um. And um, so I want to talk less this oh, week. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, being, I'm, being, I'm being courteous. I have Unbeknownst what people think of me, sometimes I'm courteous. Oh. It's with strategy. Courteous ball buster. <laughs> Is that on your resume? Um, if it were, maybe I would have gotten that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now. Um, well, okay. So the gist of what we're going for um, with this podcast, we're calling it the, the uh, Sunday brunch experience. So for about... I don't know, maybe four, five years or so. We've been four going five decades. Four or five decades or so. Four or five I'm a, lifetimes I'm a, I'm or 115. so. <laughs> I'm 115. This is my third astral projection back to this planet. Um, I'm hoping to Zolnar trans- and- yeah, I'm hoping to transcend this. I'm hoping this is my final life here. And mm-hmm. I always say that when I leave this planet, I want to fly off of Earth on a Pegasus. <laughs> what about a Pegacorn? Mm, yeah that's cool that's okay. cool not just a unicorn i mean i like unicorns but a, a, a horse with wings <laughs> you can really do something with that and people people kind of over exploited the unicorn what about a mini pony with wings if it can carry me <laughs> if it can carry me it's a tall order for anybody yeah really. i mean like a shetland ponies a little stockier uh-huh. a little more sturdy mm-hmm. i need something that that can get off the planet <laughs> like i don't want it to kind of like you know it flies a little bit and then it just can't lift off mm-hmm. i want i want i want a steady steed i want a, I want steady a, steed. a hearty steed with wings to get me off this planet because i do not want to come back yeah well i want to do it right this time get out because get out. Co- because coming back is lessons mm, i want to learn the lessons here that's i want to have all the fun this time i think you've pretty much done all the lessons man oh jesus um <clears throat> uh, really well no 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 wow. not all but you've done it a lot. Yeah, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, there's there's a couple big lessons for me, but we'll see what happens. Well, so the gist of what we're trying to do. Did you say the gist? The gist. I'm going to breathe heavy in the microphone. And say the, okay. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> My chest hair just grew. Um, so we want to bring the Sunday brunch experience to all of you and kind of give you a taste of how we do things when we get together on Sunday brunches. I um, want them to taste the gist. Sorry. <laughs> gist <up>. tasters. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. God, shut up. Um, see, now my lips actually are on the mic. And are you, they're going to get chapped, though, mm. don't you think, if you keep rubbing them on the, on the metal of the microphone? <laughs> gross mic you smell. Do, you do sound clear today, though. That's being good. that close. Look, there's nothing more gross than mic smell. But it's your mic. That's true. Jamie and I, because we're both doors, <laughs> we each have our own um, mics that we had on hand from mm-hmm. whatever it is that we yeah. do. Mine is for my illustrious musical career, and mine is for my pretend future music career. Mm-hmm. I've always just had equipment, though. 
Yeah, no, from you're, karaoke you're, parties. You're, you're and gear, I'm a gear the, dork. Gear dork. A, a gear knob twiddler. Uh, I'm, a knob like, twiddler. I, I'm quite the knob cool. twiddler. Now, I love, I love electronic gear. Yeah. Yeah. I like hooking things up and like putting cords and... And I ugh. I just want someone to give me a microphone. That's all. Yeah, I, I just see. want to... Again, we're good that way. Just tell me to go and I'll go. Because I like hooking stuff up and you just mm-hmm. want to show up and just yeah, get to business. I do. Um so talking about <laughs> here again, um, this is why things get lost in translation. It, and I will say Jamie's very patient because we, in, oh, <clears throat> when we tr- were going to, we did one just as a tester, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized I did not have the right equipment. Oh. And it took like an hour of me fucking yeah. around. Jamie ended up like reading a book on the couch. <laughs> because I, I get really distracted. I get really distracted. Squirrel. But the, yeah, the, there's a squirrel. Um, but the thing is, you know about me, mm-hmm. is next time I'm going to have like all the fucking equipment. And it's Ooh. true, right? Yeah. Because I, I screwed around. I figured it out. Yeah. Um, and then when we came to do the one we did last week, yeah. it was ready to roll. I had mic stands for you. I had all my XLR cords. I had yeah. preamp. I mean, we did it. Well, see, and we're we're making a huge sacrifice with this because we're actually not going. Okay, every Sunday we go to have breakfast at Jack's, man. They know our order. They get, They have coffee waiting for us. They know we're there every damn Sunday. So we're making a big sacrifice by not going to Jackson instead. <laughs> These are I, I like that this is our huge sacrifice in life. There's like people life that like you <laughs> I know first world problems. Like we didn't go to our regular breakfast this week. Oh, oh my god. I, I mean we ate though. <laughs> you had to make your own coffee. Um so I Christine she out. did. She busted yeah. out the waffle maker. She made me breakfast yeah, this morning. I can do it. What did we have? We had waffles. Uh Friday egg. Friday. Waffle. And fruit. And fruit and some and coffee. Good, strong coffee. Yeah. yeah. We we like ball busting coffee. Yeah, I do. I yeah. Do. I, like it. I like it. I like it. I like go hard or go home. Go hard or go home. So we, we are going to have that be the thing where we eat breakfast, we do the podcast, and in the future we're expecting to invite some guests yeah. onto the podcast. And, yeah. and cr- people. we will make them breakfast. We've got people in mind. Yeah. And that's the treat. That's the bribe. You know, mm-hmm. the thing is, is... You know, people sign a waiver, yeah. <laughs> sign yeah. a release. Um, but the thing is, is, you know, if we feed you, then then we paid you in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah. and we also kind of whet your whistle <laughs> so that now you have to talk. What? Whet. <laughs> whet. Oh um, but so, I'm excited. I mean, because I think people will grow weary of just who knows what. Uh, but we have some, I think everybody has a great story. Yeah. And we have some really funny fucking friends Mm -hmm. and we have some friends with some amazingly funny, great stories. So as we bring in some guests um, and some of them may have to be satellited in because they are not available in the city. So um, you know who you are Mm -hmm. and some of you don't know who you are yet, but that's this excitement and anticipation of being chosen. We will bribe you with food and Mm -hmm. then you have to tell us some good stories. Yeah. And if you need to be anonymous, that's okay i don't know we'll totally. give you a robot voice or yeah. something oh, yeah but there, there's some people on my radar i'm sure there's some people on yours yeah where i'm just like oh my god that story yeah that story and kyle is kyle's our top oh my he's our number one. Oh, sorry <laughs> he's wow he, he's yeah he's he's flexy really oh, oh. 
<laughs> he's been a top. Oh, he's been a. <laughs> Kyle's been a been. He's, he's been flexible. around, man. He's flexible. I bet he is. But he's top of our list of yes. I think you need to clarify that yes. statement. Top of our. Um, the last time he was on top of a woman was probably never. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, he had high school girlfriends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's his story to tell. Oh, geez. Yeah. And that that isn't even the exciting stuff. He's no. got so many good stories. Well, so we this this is kind of just a thing we want to do. And, you know, so we started off the podcast talking about how we've had some, even though we feel secure and we're thankful for our jobs, we've had some dissatisfaction in doing those things. And I think almost is everybody. Is that all there is? Yeah. Is that all there is? Like, uh, well, because. And the thing is, is uh, I don't know if this matters or not, but a lot of times people are like raising families or mm-hmm. whatever they do. Um, I don't have that distraction. No. So, I mean, it's all about me. <laughs> it's so true. Um, so in those spaces when I'm home, I'm just like, uh, you know, I don't want to be on this hamster wheel, of like, you know, work, home. No. I, well, I'm thinking like that Godfather's like, work, school, both, death, you know, Ooh, that song. It's yeah. just like that, that whole cycle of you just doing your week. Yeah. Um, so or the, that song, Frankie Teardrop that I covered where it's like the guy, you know, he has a kid, he has a job, he has a wife and he just shoots everybody because he's mm. like, oh, I'm over this. Are you telling me something, Jamie? Oh. And there's a soft sell song like that too. Oh, Forever see? the same. Oh. Yeah. Which I want to sing, but I won't because, oh God, I love singing Mark Allman songs. Man. Well, yeah. Well, see, I had a, I had a, Oh, no, it's frustration, pardon me. Oh, frustration. Frustration. That's good. (laughs) Well, I had some frustration with my job this week, too, because um, there's basically an upper level, a higher position that's open with the library system and... But you have to have a master's degree to go for it. A master's degree in what? (laughs) Does it matter? Um, It doesn't actually matter in master's degree. that's stupid. (laughs) Right. And I was telling Jamie, I'm like, what about get a degree in animal husbandry? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm a porcupine breeder and I've got a (laughs) master's in it. Okay. Work (laughs) at the library. Hey, great. It's so fucking retarded. It's retarded. Well, you know, the thing is, though, I knew this was coming. This is the way it is in every library across the country and probably in the UK and other countries. It's like you in order to be an actual librarian, you have to have a master's in library science. So that's not a shock to me. I knew this was we were the anomaly. You know your Dewey Decimals, though, right? I do. You know them inside now. And actually, Jamie, um, people think she's very buttoned up, but I will tell you, she has the whole Dewey Decimal a catalog tattooed on her back. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's a haiku. Oh, that's creative. Yeah. See, they need your kind of brain, but that's you the know. thing. Like, and you know me, like we are on different sides of scope. And I do think people need to be educated for certain jobs. That's true. Like if you're a doctor, yeah, I think you need to fucking go to school. Yeah. If you're an attorney, like all these things, if you're an engineer, yeah, I want you to go to school because I don't want my bridge to fall down. But like, really? Yeah. Um, and maybe like, lib- Library arts are kind of parallel to education. They kind of are. Oh, God. So it's the gist of it. Here I am with gist. Yeah, Inherently I, the gist. It's the inherent. I'll say inherent, inherent gist. gist. <laughs> oh, mine at least doesn't sound dirty. Gist. <laughs> oh, my. Well, so we're both, we're both kind of stuck. We can't move up. You know, we're kind of where we're at. So 
Well, now what? and and also What's while plan B? while as far as careers go, and I had no plan for a career. I fell into this this career, and I am good at it, but. I do feel like we all have a higher calling. And am I using my gifts? Yeah, I use my gifts a little bit when I deal with these difficult people. Mm-hmm. And I sue, you know, I smooth them over. But that's not as smooth. <laughs> I smooth, smooth, no need to ask. <laughs> but no, really, like I, I get to shine there. But I've got way more to give um, <laughs> in my, in my, as far as my gifts go. And I just think if I don't explore those spaces that I'm going to have a lot of fucking regrets. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm at midlife catharsis here and I'm just like, I really am. And the thing is, I was talking to my therapist on Friday and she's therapist for both Jamie and I. And she, that's right. Did you know? Yeah. She's a badass bitch. Like she, I was in the kitchen with her and we were making a joke about like getting a fight or something. I mean, just joking. And I'm like, yeah, you got to take your rings off, take your earrings off. So don't rip your ear holes. I was just like, no, you keep your rings on because it hurts more when you punch them and you put, keep chapstick in your, in your, uh, in your grip. But anyways, it, she's super rad and funny. Yeah. And believe me, if somebody can, um, administer therapy <laughs> to the two polar opposites that are Jamie and Christine. <laughs> um, cause I get like, if people tell me what to do, I get a little pissed and she, she is, she's perfect. She mm-hmm. will like, she will ride my balls in the way that they need to be. She'll bust my balls, mm-hmm. um, and not piss me off and, and call me out on shit where, that's a real delicate thing because if other people do, I would just be like, fuck you, and I wouldn't come back. <laughs> um, but I love her. And yeah. anyways, I was talking to her about this whole project, and she's excited. And the thing is, with Jamie and I, we are pragmatic. Neither of us are going to, like, quit our job and go, like, we're oh. going to be podcast uh, people. And, like, I have no oh. income. Like, uh, that oh, is not going to. God. That is, I mean, that gives me, yeah. I want to no. keep my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've done such a good job maintaining my dental health thus far. Um, we are not impetuous that way, where we're just like fuck it. I've had enough. I'm I'm quitting yeah. today. We're not idiots. Uh, yeah, I'm not stupid. I've got, I make a pretty decent living. I've got some nice benefits, as do I. Yeah, but it's still not enough. Yeah, it's not. And so, you know, the thing is, I think there are things, um, and then going back as <laughs> like to always do, um, to me getting that call about that job I didn't get, um, the feeling I had in the relief was that, again, like what my path is and what I'm hoping it is, um, not getting that job is proof of it because I meant for something different. I meant for something bigger. And there was this calming sense of peace of like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like I'm on to something and we'll see what happens with our listenership this week. <laughs> Just will it go up? Will it, it go, down? go down? And if it goes down, we're getting that special guest real quick. Oh man, um, we're, we're going to um, make uh, a, we're going to make some enamel pins. And one of the oh. ones we want to make is, um, it's going to say we're big in Germany. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. We do have a couple of listeners over there. We which do. I would like to talk about, but I won't. Oh, no, burn. just kidding. No, it's no burn. It's oh. no burn. I love, oh my Lord. I love those people over there. I love my, my people there, but we will save some, some nuggets for other episodes because yes. it's fun. And you do, you do not one rule with a brat. You never give a brat what oh, they ask for. Oh, see, so there's someone over there that wants to be talked about. No. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> and even us sitting here talking in front of a microphone, like how vain is that? Mm. Everybody. I think. Does that mean we're vain? 
I guess. Well, I yeah. think everybody is. Oh, that's true. And, and the thing is, is everybody wants people to... Vanity I mean, kills. Oh it God. won't pay bills. <laughs> oh but I mean, I think the thing is, is people want to be noticed. Um, and I, I, I think that's natural, don't you? I guess maybe there's some people who don't want to be noticed. Look, I mean, no, it's true. We, we, we want to be noticed. We want to, we want to celebrate ourselves. Blah, blah, blah. That sounds awful. It just sounds. You want to celebrate yourself. <laughs> celebrate yourself. It sounds oh. like a Sark poster, you know? Oh my God. Freaking Sark. I, do people see Jamie and I have this history where we both work in bookstores and we will probably go over. This will be like a two hour oh, podcast. Yeah, sorry, you guys. Sorry. It's just going this way today. With <laughs> 2.2. Um, but Jamie and I both have a, a, a mutual history where she worked in them longer and she went into a book career. Yes. But um, my job before I went into law for five or so years was working in bookstores. So we mm-hmm. have that in common. And there is this artist, Sark. Sark. And if you do not know of her work, um, go Google it. Um, it's just, it was actually like self-help. But it was, bef- it, I mean, she was like a forerunner in that because there's more yeah. of that shit that happened. Mm-hmm. But it's just motivational, this, like yeah. Like, and I worked oh. in a, I worked in a, in a lesbian bookstore before. Oh, that was man. cool. <laughs> wow, before it was yeah. cool. Both print in Reno before Portlandia. Yeah. Oh, serious, serious. And it was so funny. We would have um, cu- we would have um, our customers do like book recommends, and we'd have oh, them around Jesus. the store by books. And Michael Franks, he did one for a massage book, and <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Where you know, because we would we would have like business cards or little cards, and it, it's just like an interesting. Way because what kind of massage? <laughs> because people love knowing what people read, or oh. people always want like a recommendation for either a good movie, a good <laughs> band, a good book. I mean, that really is. And so he did some. We're like, oh, Mike, do some recommends, and he did this um, a hilarious one on a massage book. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I loved it. It was fun. Uh, but what, in that era of working <laughs> in bookstores was so fun. Yeah. And granted, it could be the age it was, but it was like you really had to kind of know your shit. Was that the early 90s? Um, Late 80s, early 90s. Okay. So okay. I, I started working in bookstores when I was 17, so I would have been... Oh, God, I can't even crunch the math. So it would have been, oh, God, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. whatever year that was. So, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. But, oh, my God, it was so fun. And I, I didn't it. start until, I, well, I was like 19, 20-ish in 1997. So I was more like late 90s. <laughs> God. But, you know, Sark crossed both of our paths. Yeah, yeah, but it's just this really... Oh, like nine, like basically if you had like a pack of rainbow markers mm. and you just and you start writing, <laughs> you just start writing inspirational things oh. and it creates a poster yeah. and she had a book and, but the thing is now at this stage at being 46, um, Jamie and I will reference it often because yes. it's just so funny and it's so dated. It's it so is. It's dated. almost like a Kathy cartoon. <laughs> oh, gross. I just hated Kathy. I just hated Kathy. Oh, you know, okay, we are not women that that mm-hmm. f- feel in any way related to that whole like chocolate and wine. Well, that's the thing <laughs> I was talking to my coworker is, and I was saying it to my therapist. I was just like, you know, I half the time feel like I came down on a fucking spaceship because yeah. when it comes to most women, I mean, it's wine thirty. Oh God, <laughs> I just. I I just do not I identify I Mm. seem to identify more with guys just because they're 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 just there's there's just not this other shit going on and and I love 
women. I I, I don't want to be a dude. Like no. I, but I'm just like one of those women where if I'm in a group of mixed women, I am just sitting there being <laughs> quiet, or I'm just I'm saying, oh. oh, can you tell the story about what happened last night oh, with those women God. in the bathroom? That was a great story. Oh Lord, I think I ha- we need to close the show oh, with this story. Are you serious? Okay. Well, I have this quality where I love. I love um, fucking with people a little bit. I love watching it. No, and it's not mean. It's not mean at all, but I think there's this... I, I know there's this thing and actually for like secret history of birthdays, it says that about my birthday, July 5th, it says that oftentimes when you start talking, people that know you just are holding your breath <laughs> because they don't know what's going to come out of yes, your mouth. It's true. And that is like something I love doing and I just can't help myself. So I went and met my coworker, my one friend at work, um, for dinner and, um, I'm in the bathroom and there's these girls in there talking. They're in the stalls, which it's not uncommon. Women do that, but they are just having this like bitch session and you can tell they're pretty intoxicated. And the girl's talking about how her boyfriend isn't paying like the, the garbage bill. And she's saying it's $11 and he waited. So we've got all these charges. It's $27. And she's going on and on and on about how irresponsible he is. And so then they're over at the sink. So I get out and I'm washing my hands and I just kind of, you know, I'm listening to them and then when I go, taking it in. Yeah. Taking it in. And, and, and me, there's like a part sometimes where I don't want to interact with people. And sometimes I do, but when I go to leave, they are actually at the door, like kind of blocking it. And then they see me and then they move. Um, and open the door for me. And so we get out and the girl had made a statement about, she's like, Oh, it just stresses me out, stresses me out so much. It just gives me so much anxiety, which I'm also thinking in this space. I mean, they're like in their mid twenties, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And at, you know, 20 years later, I'm just like, why the fuck? Like what you either, you (laughs) drop him, well, either (laughs) drop him or you just realize that's not anything worth fighting about. No, you either fucking pay the bill and quit like nagging him about it. Or you just, if it bothers you that much, you got to do something about it, you know, and they're just spinning out on this thing. And like I said, they're like super drunk. And so they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They open the door for me and we walk out and then I, and the girl goes, yeah, I just, I just don't want to be his mom. But But wait, but wait, you, didn't you like, you said something before they opened the door for you, didn't you? No. No? Okay. When I walked out. So she's like, I don't want to be his mom, but da, 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 da. And, and. Um, so when they open the door for me, I, they're both standing there. And I go, oh, do you mind if I give you some advice? And I'm not just going to say it. And they, they kind of look at me. Classic. They kind of look at me strangely. And they're like, yeah, what? And I said, yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be his mom. Cause who wants to fuck their mom? Oh. <laughs> and so like, they look at Real me talk. because I'm just like, you know, I'm just Christine. I look how I look. I'm just there, <laughs> you know, in like my post work outfit, just unassuming, I'm sure. And then that flies out of my mouth and the one girl goes, Oh God. And I'm like, but am I right? And she's like, Oh, you're right. And then the girl's like, well, it's true. But like, and I go, well, is he like your husband? Do you have kids together? Is he your boyfriend? And she's like, Oh, he's just my boyfriend, but he's a love of my life. And I'm like, well, I go, good luck with that. You know? And then as we're talking, like he walks up and then I'm like, Hey, it's nice talking to you, but it's one of these (laughs) things I can't help myself (laughs) because I mean, I don't know. 
it's just quality. I'm entertained by it. It's just quality I have where I love saying stuff that catches people off guard <laughs> and kind of is, is shocking or not. You but have yeah, a skill. I do. And it's really, really funny to me. It it's really funny to me because I do think I, I come, you know, I'm just this random person there that looks pretty unassuming and then yeah. some like thing flies out of my mouth there's like a crazy like brashness there that's just like it's like it gets at your jugular that just (laughs) like it's so interesting to observe i can't and i've oh that was like um because i can't do it so i when i see you do it i'm like oh there she goes i can't (laughs) well i i oftentimes have to like catch myself and not say it but that stuff is always flying through my head but i mean (laughs) i've I've been that way since i was a kid but sometimes it's just too funny to pass up Mm -hmm. because like i said i i would have just left it be but they were like so noisy in there mm-hmm. and just so engaged Squawking. in this whole oh ridiculousness about the sewer bill and it was just like okay well like you've kind of crossed into my <laughs> my scope of being so I'm going to give you a little nugget there mm-hmm. um, it's 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 a beautiful thing it's a little <laughs> scary but it's see, a I'm always thing. worried like when these podcast <laughs> ends like people that know me sort of um, they'll just be like oh god she's horrible <laughs> but it's me cares, it's though? me, it's me. I'm, I think it's interesting I, I it's it's just me take it or leave it but take yeah it I, it, I definitely that's the bottom line in d- all of this i definitely think if people know me they do i'm sure you when we are places you're like oh god <laughs> like what is she gonna say to these people because you can you probably pretty can predict pretty well when yeah. i'm ready to like say that's some whack ass shit yeah yeah it's, it's always funny though most it's of always the time it's funny, funny. Yeah. it's always most of the time no no i mean <laughs> i mean for me i i'm very sensitive so sometimes if people do stuff like that i'll be like oh god it made me uncomfortable <laughs> so there are a few times but most of the time see, i'm like now, oh, cool. now we're finding out all of jamie's oh, anxiety geez. is because you're hanging out oh. around me <laughs> and i'm not doing this like I i'm not I'm, I'm not do, i'm paying your copay i'm mm-hmm. not doing this all the time no but no, no, there are so, there are situations you don't want to do it all the i time. cannot pass it up on mm-hmm. a humor basis because it was funny and you should have seen and like i said these girls were in there like using all these you know and I don't give a shit about um, swear words or cursing. It's it's <laughs> it's fine to me. But they really were. They were being very colorful in the bathroom oh um, and going on and on. So I just gave them a little dose. Look, man, if you're gonna have a bathroom convo, just I just mean, just yeah. you're putting it out there for everybody to hear. So hey, sorry, you're gonna get some feedback. <laughs> Speaking of, don't forget, we accept feedback. <laughs> So, um, and we, we're so, we're so new at this. I didn't, did you check the email this week? I thought I, I did. I, I didn't I did. see anything. I didn't. Okay. Okay. We may need to check it. Who knows? I, I'm excited. I know we will get an email eventually. Um, some poor soul mm. who wants our advice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think we give great advice. I think we do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, there again at jealous mucho at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line if you have any um any questions or want you could even ask stuff about us that's true we can always pretend we didn't get the email if we don't like it (laughs) (laughs) if i want if i want to avoid it well but then there's also the risk that we will talk about you oh gosh okay Um, but but the thing oh i mean yeah i know we're nice yeah we are um, so yeah, it, send us a line if there's anything, if you're in a quandary, if you have any questions. Um, I just think that would be a fun component of interacting with mm-hmm. everybody. 
Um, and, and we're also going to try and get ourselves on iTunes so that you can download the podcast there. We'll, we'll see what that's all about. Um, and then also, uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at jealous mucho. And I guess that's it. I feel like we were just kind of all over the place. We were. We are just kind of stream of consciousness. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. No, it's me. I'm always all over the place. It's so okay. It's a normal state for me, but, um, yeah, so I think inherent oh God. inherently Ew. inherently the gist is <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop. Um, so yeah, you we're just, made me feel. <laughs> so we're just talking about dreams and jobs and all those things and what our motivation is and that we will be getting guests and it was just all over the place. I made yeah. some very strong coffee today. It's good. Um, we're flying high. We're, we're probably gonna go to Target. <laughs> yeah, we're flying high. <laughs> Um, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, please uh, email us complaints, love, um, questions, questions for us. Topics you want to hear us talk yeah, about. Topics. Um, and Advice I mean, you we need. got, oh God, I was telling Jamie, um, I was talking about like some Tinder stories that I have. Oh God. A guy that actually over dinner, I mean, we sit down for dinner and he asked me if I'm fertile. Gross. And he was talking about how he wants to put a baby in me. Barf. <laughs> That's gross. It's bad. I mean, that was a long time ago, but we've got that to talk about. Oh, God. Um, we've got high school story. I the mean, we've got stuff. a lot of we other stuff. About too, but hey, yeah, we, so much. We, we will. Beginning. We will. And today we just kind of wanted to fly by the seat of our pants. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. All right. <laughs> what are you doing? My lips are on the mic. <laughs> they're, so, they're so chapped. All right. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Thank you. And how very nice and natural it feels to be back in the British top 10. I'm really privileged.